What up, what up, what up? We're back again with another episode of In The Clutch. I'm your host, Noah, and today we're going to be talking about a Super Bowl recap and what can stem from it. So, to start off, obviously, I thought... We couldn't have two more deserving teams be in the Super Bowl. Nobody thought, me included just a little bit, that Patrick Mahomes was going to be as good without Tyreek Hill. <clears throat> I would argue he was better. I think it's super important to notice as well that... Jalen Hurts was part of a team that had one of the best defenses we've seen in years. Also important to note, both coaches are elite. Both coaching staffs are elite. However, I always take Andy Reid. When the chips are down, I'm taking Andy Reid. I'm just rocking with him. He's that good. And it showed. Now, to start the game, you know, I knew every, I knew it was going to be a shootout. I knew that if, if Philly responded, Casey was definitely going to respond right back and it was just going to go back and forth. I was in a bar with a bunch of Eagles fans. And they kept buying me drinks because the Eagles were up. And I said, oh, no, the Chiefs are going to win because they have a guy named Patrick Mahomes, who at all times is the best player on the football field, no matter who he's playing. So they kept buying me drinks. So let's just say I had $80 worth of drinks paid for. I'm cool with that. My point is, though, It was back and forth. It was a shootout. And the thing I was saying to the Eagles fans, which they didn't seem to understand, is that, yes, both both quarterbacks can make mistakes. That's totally fine. It's how they can hide those mistakes or fix those mistakes that matters. In other words, Patrick Mahomes could make a mistake throwing an incomplete pass. Well, he's got so much experience and so much talent that it doesn't matter. Next next play, he's not making that mistake again. He's just not. Whereas, you know, if Pat Mahomes fumbles, turn the ball over like what happened to the Eagles and they score a touchdown, he's not going to get rattled from it. He's just going to kind of Stand fast and just know what's going to happen. Like, that's what he does. I think it's super important to remember, too, that Jalen Hurts hasn't been in this moment. So let's also not forget that. I think he played incredible. And if Philly wins, he's Super Bowl MVP, obviously. 
but let's get down to it, right? First half, I'll say, definitely belong to the Eagles more than the Chiefs. It just looked better. They looked like they played better football. Patrick Mahomes reactivated his ankle, etc. But I knew he was going to play. Where the first half changed was when Jalen Hurts fumbled the ball led to an easy touchdown by the Chiefs that's when I knew okay they're gonna win it was just the pressure they were putting on them like they put more pressure probably on Jalen Hurts than the Eagles defense did on Patrick Mahomes all game long literally all game Steve Spagnolo outcoached Gannon and Andy Reid outcoached Nick Sirianni by far and Eric Bianami as well. They put on a clinic, a master class of football. I think I think it was it was interesting because it was a different look. You have Juju Smith-Schuster for the Chiefs. Now, he can go deep. He was a deep threat, but all game, he was running mostly short routes, which is interesting because he's a pretty strong guy. So him over the middle on a slant, it's kind of hard to stop that. We saw that look multiple times on different variations of slants, in routes, some short wheel routes, all that kind of stuff. But it was a different look. I guarantee the Eagles probably didn't scheme for that necessarily. But also, partly for the Chiefs, everybody stepped up. Honestly, same with same with the Eagles. There was a lot of guys that, you know, made it an effort. Like, it was a team effort on both sides. Both teams had multiple guys who scored, multiple guys who played elite football. What I was most impressed about was both teams' offensive lines overall in the game. They both dealt with they both dealt with opposing defenses who have elite pass rushers, yet and still protected the quarterbacks pretty well. Dare I say almost perfectly. I also found what was really impressive was you could tell that there was just a respect for Hurts and Mahomes straight out the gate. Obviously, part of that is, you know, being two black quarterbacks in the first two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. But it was different. You know, they I felt like they were playing for something. And this Super Bowl, for some reason, I feel like meant more than other Super Bowls have in the past. Probably because of all the stuff it symbolizes with in terms of color people and bringing people together but also this is the first Super Bowl where I felt like every player was just laying it out there I mean I'm talking about laying it out there dudes from Sky Moore to Kadarius Tony to 
Isaiah Pacheco. I mean, that was that was just a beautiful onslaught of football on both sides. Now let's talk about strengths and weaknesses. Like I said, overall, I think the Chiefs had a better O-line during this game. I just think that the amount of pressure put on Mahomes was obviously not what the Eagles wanted to see. They wanted to see a lot more pressure, a lot more blitzes. Especially with Pat Mahomes on his bad ankle because you would think he could have moved like that, but he proved everybody wrong and was still able to run and scramble out the pocket as needed. I really think that was the biggest strength for the Chiefs during the whole game and their run game because Isaiah Pacheco is so deadly at the running back position. Deadly. I predict... At least one future Pro Bowl, maybe two. He's really good. And the one thing the Eagles struggle with more than anything run stop. Run stop defense. And a little bit in the first half, but mostly in the second, they had their way running the football their way. I mean, the one play, Pacheco got cracked, definitely broke some ribs, still came out, and ran all over the field against the Eagles. They couldn't touch him. They just couldn't touch him. He was too good, too big, fast, and strong. A weakness of the Chiefs, I would say, would definitely be Also, it was probably their pass rush a little bit. In the first half, Spagnuolo was getting outcoached. And his schemes were weird. He always throws in some schemes where you're like, this guy coaches an NFL team. But then, he obviously just figures out how to make the necessary adjustment and it's over just like that but their pass rush was questionable at times very very questionable as well as their coverages too many wide open routes for sure felt like they were dropping a safety they weren't dropping a safety enough a lot And they were playing guys in just one-on-one man coverage a lot of times, which against Philly's kind of dangerous because of their threats, but they didn't do a bad job. They just could have definitely done better. Their secondary was shaky at first, but they definitely made it work. And yeah, I was, I was impressed. Great football. Now with Philly, 
if I'm being honest. Philly had the best team of football all year. Top to bottom. They had a defense that sacked the quarterback 78 times. Unheard of. I would say their biggest strength was their ability for the O-line to block you long enough so Jalen Hurts can make plays. I mean, Hurts converted on so many first downs with that goal line stand that they do where they just push from behind and get the first down. His old line is strong, tough, and big. Those boys don't play, they bang too. What I noticed was the Eagles weren't throwing in a big variation of plays that felt like they were kind of doing similar schemes, you know, similar plays every single time, which I thought maybe, okay, if you throw different looks at Philly, I mean, if you throw different looks at Kansas City, they might not know how to react, but yes, I was wrong. We're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back. Sorry, guys, just to continue. I think it's really, you know, where I left off. I think just the Super Bowl was a great game. But, you know... Your greatness reigns supreme. It always does. I've said this from day one and I'll say it again. You give me guys like Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, LeBron, KD, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. You put those guys on any team, they automatically have a chance to be the best and to lead that team to supreme victory. There's just something to be said about having that supreme talent and having the best player on the field at all times, no matter what. It's also really important to note that all the Eagles coaches got outcoached. And it's actually funny now because Gannon's the head coach and their OC's the head coach as well. And then Eric Bieniemy went to the Washington Commanders as an OC, which I don't know why he's not head coach. But it's one of those things that it's like people thought, oh, Pat Mahomes, you know, are, oh, Pat Mahomes is going to not play well. He's not going to play well without Tyreek Hill. Prove that wrong. People are going to say, well, Pat Mahomes isn't going to play well without Eric Bieniemy. Watch, he's going to prove that wrong. And they're like, oh, well, his conference is loaded. Well, it doesn't matter because him and Andy Reid have this really weird chemistry that they don't lose and they won't lose. And... You know, it's my analysis on the game. Like I said, it was really good. They, they boys came to bang. They were cracking from the rip, both squads, which I appreciated. 
because this was a Super Bowl overall where they let the boys play. But I am going to address now Juju Smith-Schuster's idiot-ass comments. Juju pisses me off. Single-handedly, Patrick Mahomes resurrected his career, and he comes out of his mouth and says that. Where I'm from, you get checked in the streets real tough for saying that. The thing that makes me mad is Juju's not awful. You know, he just... I think more so with him, it wasn't that he didn't have talent. Because he played really well on Pittsburgh for most of the years he was there. It was that he was distracted. Kind of like Kyler Murray is with Call of Duty. He was distracted with a bunch of other stuff in his life. That greatly impacted... That greatly impacted what he did. On the field. And so I think as a direct result of that, he didn't have another job. Are the Chiefs going to resign him? Yeah, I think so. I think they're. I think they're gonna. They're gonna keep him. They're not gonna get rid of him. Because now, you build up your other receivers. You know, guys like Sky Moore. Still have MVS, who Scantling is nasty, and Kadarius Tony's that dude. Build them all up and they develop together. It's a really good receiving court. Juju's really young, too. People forget. Juju's been in the league a while, but Juju's young. But homeboy's real dumb. Like, real, real dumb. It's okay, though. It's like, you know, you live and you learn. What he said could have been worse. He didn't, like, come at anybody. Yeah, he kicked the man when he was down. It's fucked up. Yeah, definitely fucked up, but... Should this man be labeled a martyr because of it? No. Or a tyrant? No. So, that's that. I just think the Super Bowl was a great game. More episodes coming soon. Two a week starting next week. So be ready.